Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey. Hi. Uh, hey. Welcome, everyone, to uh, episode eight of Two in the Think Tank. Uh, With a special, we have a special guest today. It's the first time we've ever had a guest in the think tank. In the think tank. Um, we've now got three in the think tank. Yeah. Um, it's Jack Drews. Hi, hey guys. Jack. Hi. Hey. Thank you for having me. Here. Thank you for having us. You need to you need to talk more directly into the mic. Okay. Is that better? Yeah. It is actually. It's surprisingly actually perfect. Surprisingly, Sweet. talking directly into the mic actually is better. Cool. I, I was just trying to do it to throw you off, but it worked. What were you doing to throw him off? I was trying to throw him off. To throw him off? Yeah, I was grabbing him by the jacket and dragging him close to the edge of the mezzanine. Yeah. And um, I'm and, known and for having like a good grip on podcasts. Everyone tries to yeah. throw me off podcasts, yeah. but I can just latch onto them. Yeah, you're like a you're like a barnacle. Yeah. Yeah, or like one of those suction fish, which which I guess a barnacle's a bit like suctiony. But you know those ones barnacle, that clean is a, is a barnacle anything but suction? Like what else have they got going on? Uh, let's see. Suction. They've got uh, they've got suction. Have we yeah. said that already? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Suction. Um, do, do they form like a, a volcano like structure? Mini volcano? <laughs> they look like a mini mini volcano. That's their thing, right? Forming a volcano like structure. So that's a second uh, thing. That's actually two things. So they, good, they, good try, Jack. They, they make but, um, keel hauling more painful. They do without barnacles. Keel hauling. Who cares? Okay, now What's let's list all the unpleasant things about keel hauling. Um, What's a keel? What's a hauling? <laughs> okay, explaining it to people. That's <laughs> one of the real uh, chores of being Secretly keel-hauled. not knowing yourself, but mentioning it in podcasts. Yeah. And then the guilt yep. that comes with that. Yep, that's yep. a big thing. And then being asked to explain yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's a huge... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Al, what do you think is the most unpleasant thing about keel hauling? Keel hauling? Oh, just saying it. Yeah. Yeah, because keel, you go, oh, that sounds like kneel, like to kneel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is horrible. Yeah. You're right. Because <laughs> <laughs> kneel would also have a K in it, right? Does, does kneel have a K in it? Kneeling? Yeah, it does. K-N-E-E-L. Oh, that's an awful word. Alistair is against... Difficult K- spelling of anything. No, you? no, just like just words with K's that start with K's have a double K? E and then an L at the at the end. You know the KKK. Yeah. Are the K's in that silent? Yeah, they're they're. Is it actually Ooh. called? You Luxland. <laughs> <laughs> so it's actually like a land party. Yeah. No. <laughs> there was. Yeah, it sounds like oil of Uland, which was a thing that my mum used to put on her skin. Um, oil of Olay. Well, na- then it became called Oil of Olay. It used to be called Oil of Yulan. Yeah. Or do you mean Coil of? I don't Q like where Land. this is going. Eh? So is your like mom was your mom was it a, a, a skin whitening cream? <laughs> yes. Yeah. My mom was Asian, and vain. E. Vainy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So okay, so it's a uh, it's a cream company. It's the Ku Klux Klan is actually just a a cream company. Cold. Oil of Yule. No, just called. A uh, coil. Silent. Oh, silent. Why? Trying to leave a period of silence. No. Because the K's in KKK are silent. Wait, so how would they explain that to people? Like, because otherwise people would think they were just pausing. So they'd have to say, "We're called," but the K is silent. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's how they'd have to explain. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. So they're so they're a cream company. I mean, they're also a racist organization, but they're a cream company that mm. that uh, has the name. But the K is silent. <laughs> yeah, right? and they release and they make they make uh, a skin whitening a screen, cream. skin whitening cream for veiny Asian women. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's a sketch. Write it down. All right. don't write it down. No, I'm well, don't write it. it down. I am writing it down. Oh. That's a great sketch premise. <laughs> I think that we're, okay. Were they were they first a racist organization and then they went into creams, or were they? Like a cream company, and they couldn't really market their stuff well. And they said, "You know what? You know what we need? We need to galvanize this group. We by need, we need one. We need a name races. that's got three silent K's in it. Yeah. Number two. Yes, we need to get a uh, a political hate group uh, sort of thing going. Yeah, on. it's like if you're a, any sort of creative person, you, you like you want to find your audience of sort of like-minded people. You just need to." create any group of people and then like sort of like <laughs> crowbar in the idea of creams yeah. crowbar in crowbar in some cream yeah um there was a chick-fil-a that um sandwich company in america came out and said that they were a homophobic company right they didn't agree with gay marriage and they didn't like gay people right and that's Sort of equivalent to a, a hate company like the KKK coming out and say that saying that they also sell creams. So I don't <laughs> see why it can't go both ways, right? Yeah. If if uh, real companies, if retail companies can hate, I don't see why hate companies can't retail. Yeah, because that would be discrimination, and the KKK wouldn't agree with that. What's amazing is that their entire market relies on veiny Asian women. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> they don't like it. That they and they, yeah, but they're dependent on them, and and that's the circle of life. Yeah, it's the yeah. way the same way that lions hate gazelles. <laughs> yeah, but they need them <laughs> to buy their products. The irony is, like, for a group of people who are so clearly passionate about skin creams, so little of their skin is visible most of the time, mm. given their organization. That's like true. they're like they're torn between a desire to improve their skin and simultaneously conceal it. That's true. And but maybe maybe it's because they're trying to remove all the browned parts of their body, like eyelashes, oh. hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of so lips. try to stay out of the sun so that you don't you don't tan. Yeah, they don't like. Yeah. Do they not? Do they not like tanning? They not like tanning or freckles or moles. <laughs> they have all their moles removed. Now, actually, they're they're uh, they're a the policy on skin cancer and their uptake on um, mold, compulsory mole checks is fantastic yeah, in the KKK. Yeah. And but, full credit to them. But then you'd think that they would have a thing... They would love melanin. Melanin. No, they wouldn't. Melanin makes your skin brown. Yeah, I know, but it also protects you from skin cancer. <gasps> and skin. Oh, no, and wait, in that way, it's yeah. a double-edged sword. Yeah. There's so many hypocrisies in these guys' organizations. I never realized before... <laughs> But the KKK is kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah, the KKK slash skin company slash 
company. But the K is silent. But the K is silent. Yeah. K, 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 Cool. Are we good? Are we good? I think so. I think okay. so. So we got okay. we got one down. I don't know whether it'll make sense without the uh, explanation. The cons uh, that your mom is veiny, <laughs> but I think I think it's absurd enough. Yeah, I think it's just a great absurd premise. Yeah, it'll okay. it'll it'll have some uh, it'll have some real hidden meanings in there. Yep, all of the meanings will be hidden. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> so well hidden. So well hidden. Um, deep vein thrombosis. Speaking of veins, yeah, deep vein thrombosis is a serious problem. It makes me but think of. It feels like a joke because thrombosis sounds too much like trombone. That's part of it. Thrombosis, <laughs> but also it's a thing that you can only get in planes. I don't know. Can you only get it? Do you get I it from think, sitting still? Yeah, I think you can just get it from sitting. Oh, okay. Around a lot, so it's just easier to get it in planes. Yeah, so it's more it's convenient. Just, just planes and laziness. I think really like that's that's how you get busted on. Like if you if you said you, like yep I'll definitely get this project done for you no problem I'll I'll definitely get it done and you're like okay and then you come back three three months later and you have deep vein thrombosis <laughs> like well I know for a fact you haven't left that chair all the time your horrible disease has given you away you no, haven't but, done any work but no not, you could have been working so hard in your chair. That's true. You yeah. didn't specify I the nature have. of the project. Okay, me, if the yeah. project was walking around and doing yeah. lots of ankle exercises, then yeah. yes, you got busted. I'm going away for three months. I need you to fix my fence. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. Three <laughs> months later. Hey, you have deep vein thrombosis. You haven't been out of that chair at all. Also, my fence isn't fixed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm mostly going on this deep vein thrombosis, thrombosis thing. Let's call the coroner. <laughs> but, wait, what was I going to say about deep vein thrombosis? Oh, it's gone. Thrombosis. Yeah. Thrombosis. <laughs> what a word. Oh, it must be very fun is there, is there, to diagnose. Oh. It would be really bad if you had other types of thrombosis. Because like, that's, that's got to be the main one. And you talk about yeah. people like, oh man, it's been rough. I just got thrombosis. A deep vein thrombosis? No, just a regular kind. Yeah, just, <laughs> just thrombosis. Or shallow vein thrombosis. Yeah. Like runs really close. I, I just remember what I was going to say before. It was that... Because remember when that was big in the news for a while? Yeah. I guess some people had got it, and it was like a big thing. And then there was like there, there was all these videos on planes, mm. and like they would talk to you about all the exercises that you could do mm. to to avoid getting it. But those are gone now. <laughs> they don't tell you about like like how to avoid deep vein thrombosis anymore when you go on a. They cured engine. it. Well, I think it's, it's just like how you're like you know like you go ah from now on I'm gonna. I'm going to write every day, right? Yep. And you do it for like a couple of weeks and then you're like, eh, whatever. Yeah. It just falls falls away because it's no longer in your mind. It's no longer at the forefront. From now on, none of our passengers will die from deep vein thrombosis. <laughs> ah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, I, I have been on a few flights recently where they do tell you stuff about that. I think maybe it's a... I don't know if it's a, to do with the length of the flight, maybe, is what requires it. But I, I think like... Anything they tell you on how to not get deep, deep vein thrombosis, it's really just like, you know how not moving hurts? Mm. Avoid that. Yeah. Like, that's really the only advice they give you. It's like, <laughs> hey, just avoid discomfort as you spend all your energy on all the time anyway. It's true. Just avoid things that feel bad. 
But did they just tell you like, hey, walk around the plane? Walk around, maybe do some do some stretches around the plane. Maybe was deep vein thrombosis like? Was that a thing that we were hearing about before? Like terrorism was a big thing. Like was that deep vein thrombosis? Was that the terror of the skies pre nine eleven? I think. And then since nine eleven, everyone's like, actually. Terrorism. Just stay in your seats. Yeah. What if <laughs> you're freaking yeah. people out? Yeah. What if after nine eleven there was like one guy, one guy in the whole world, like just just one actual person? Nine eleven happened, and he watched it on TV, and then his first reaction was first deep vein thrombosis, and now this. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, planes. Do you think he had deep vein thrombosis, or do you think? He was just really worried about deep vein thrombosis. He was just passionate about deep vein thrombosis. I'm worried that this is going to distract people from deep vein thrombosis. <laughs> We're going to need to increase our marketing campaign significantly. I feel like airlines are going to have different priorities for a while. Well, maybe maybe we can promote deep vein thrombosis off the back of this terrorism thing. <laughs> look out. How can uh, we spin this? Look for any suspicious activity and don't sit still for very long periods of time or you might get deep vein thrombosis. Deep vein thrombosis. And then he goes into a big thing about deep vein thrombosis. But also look out for suspicious activity. Because that message, you know, that's a short message to give people. Because there's not much you can do about terrorism. Not really. Um, don't sit still and do ankle exercises. Don't sit still and be vigilant of other yeah. people's actions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shoe bomber. I don't know if that is a s- sketch. That uh, yeah. Deep vein thrombosis. It's hard. It's hard to see yeah. a, a context in which anything we just said could be made succinct or interesting. But imagine if your life was crippled by deep vein thrombosis. I'm sure some people have it. Yeah. Like carpal tunnel syndrome. That's like... A, yeah, oh. car- carpal tunnel syndrome. It's just... The name is too silly. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't take that seriously. Well, that's... Maybe it's all nerve and, like, clot-related things sound funny. Mm, I don't know if repetitive strain injury, injury sounds funny. RSI sounds funny. <laughs> I got RSI, carpal tunnel syndrome, deep vein thrombosis. <laughs> and tennis elbow. <laughs> I'm a wreck. Like, I've got all these minor ailments, and they just add up to one complete wreck. Yeah, you just can't yeah. walk and grip things. <laughs> and then you talk to the the doctor about it, and like his advice is just, just move in your <laughs> just life. Just live a life where you move around. <laughs> You'll be fine. Just But not so much in the hands. Yeah, like move less in your hands. Yeah. You know the amount of movement you're doing now? Spread it out. <laughs> Spread it out in the body. Yeah. Well, that's kind of it. Like, again, just get your neck going, get your legs and feet moving. I wonder what the most ailments you can have at one time without being dead is. Like, can you just keep, like, cumulatively, like, adding on, like, ailments? Like, you have some sort of fingernail thing, okay, and then you've got, a, like, a hand knuckle thing, and then you've got, like, a some sort of palm disease, and then a wrist problem, and oh, then you yeah. just, like, add them all up. So, like... In, in in total, yeah. you've got enough things to be dead. But, like, because they're all, like, distributed yeah. evenly yeah. over your entire body. Like, if you put all of that into your heart, you'd definitely be dead. But you've just been really efficient at, like, diluting all your problems. Or just keeping allocating it at, at them. your extremities? Yeah. No, they, they, they work all the way in, okay. but you just have, like, 
one thing at every point of your body. So like, okay, so you got like, you got uh, knuckle. It's like a full kn- house of disease. Yeah, you got you got knuckle arthritis. Yeah. yeah. All right, you got uh, psoriasis on your hands. On your palms. So you got, so yep. you got flaking. You got carpal tunnel syndrome in your wrists. You got you yeah. got nail decay. Nail decay. You got like uh, like extreme nail rot, whatever that is. Yeah, nail rot. Yeah. You got you got extreme nail rot. Yep. Um, extreme. Uh, what's that sound? I think that's your that's your series. That's your Siri. Yeah. Um, okay, you got you got a tennis elbow. Yep. And f- and tetanus elbow. And tetanus. Yeah. <laughs> you got oh you got a corked forearm. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Good. Okay. Bicep. Yeah. Okay. Known biceps. I don't know many diseases. All I, all I can think of, like, and then the next part of your arm is just on fire. Okay, good. Okay, your biceps on fire. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you got you got severe pit stink. <laughs> pit stink. Actually, I would track that because that's not a illness. Like, you can't go to no, the doctor an... and say, like, what do you think? And then the doctor's like, well, after my diagnosis is most of you is on fire. <laughs> yeah. And you shouldn't I, be on fire. I recommend I'm having aloe... a, a burning sensation yeah, in my no. arm. I yeah. would recommend aloe vera <laughs> for that fire. <laughs> yeah. Because he, he only knows how to treat the symptoms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, like, yeah, you go to a doctor and, like, whatever's happening is, is still happening. Yeah. Like, you're currently being electrocuted. Yeah, no, yeah. There's, there's a wolf attacking me. Yeah. Like, I don't have a cure for that, but we can treat the symptoms. <laughs> yeah. Well, I could start no. bandaging, bandaging the area. <laughs> Where the wolf is attacking yeah. you. But I'm worried it might be contagious. Yeah. No, see, now I'm, the wolf has started to attack me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a very non-interventional type of doctor, so are you committed to still being on fire because <laughs> if that's a part of your lifestyle who am i to say you shouldn't be on fire yeah but yeah. here are some if you could keep if you could stop the fire spreading if you could do if you could do back burning on other parts of you so the fire stayed in one place <laughs> some people are born on fire yeah and i don't want to say that that's wrong he i got believe... it from his mom <laughs> was your mom on fire yes yes oh damn Okay, well then you're probably gonna be on fire, yeah. and then that's what your kids are probably gonna be on fire. Um, well, I don't know if she was on fire. She might just have been a redhead. I never looked that closely. I all, tried to keep my mum in my periphery. All that I know is that I'm on fire now. You may have got it from a sexual partner, or from a, the woods. I think, it, <laughs> or from the woods. <laughs> Some burning spores might have <laughs> might have landed on you. You All might right. just be like one of those uh, one of those trees that just catches on fire, so it's 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 young can only grow out of the ashes. What? It's, it's young. That's not how trees grow. <laughs> Seeds. <laughs> my young. Yeah. The young. If I have kids, I'm just gonna. The refer to them as my young. The uh, you know. <laughs> this this is my young Peter. <laughs> my son. Offspring. Oh, my young. My my spawn. Yeah. Jim. Spawn, spawn is good. Yeah, offspring is good. Young is good. Um, progeny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> your uh, he's the, the synthesis between you and your yeah and your mate. Good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is like like a genetic half me who's really small. Your 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 inexact half copy, a <laughs> uh, sem- demi copy. Yeah, good. Um, demi. We were just trying to find more words for for children. Yeah. Um, children, good one. Oh, children. Well yeah. done, Al. Uh, 
I think um, we can stop. Okay. Or we can oh, keep going. But did you mention the wolf thing? Because I also think that the wolf thing is mm. funny. Like treating the symptoms of wolf attack. Um, there is, you know, th- and there is no cure. Yeah, there's no cure for being attacked by a wolf. <laughs> science, still. science hasn't come up with a cure for being attacked by a wolf. <laughs> like doctors aren't. Yeah, there's currently a s- aren't really like though all medicine is to do with the thing that's happening to you now. Like you, if like your the situation of being attacked by a wolf is not dissimilar to cancer because you can treat wolf attack when the wolf is done attacking you. <laughs> and in the same way, like, you couldn't say, like, listen, obviously you have cancer, and uh, I think I'll really be able to help you out when you don't have cancer. <laughs> when the, but when as the cancer you stops cancer, attacking you. I don't think I can do much. Okay, well, that's you fine. still have cancer. This doctor is flawed. This is his character flaw, <laughs> that he only tri- treats the symptoms. Yeah. And not the cause of Yeah, okay, so when the cancer is gone, is finished up, we'll be able to move in. But, or, but maybe I like the idea that maybe they're going to try to, um, like, cure the wolf by using radiation treatment. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bit experimental. <laughs> but hopefully, the, the 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 wolf will will uh will will develop a cancer. We we hope yeah. that the wolf will go into remission. <laughs> the, we can shrink this wolf. <laughs> oh no! We have, when, yeah. <laughs> when we use the radiation therapy on it, uh, it actually had a cancer. We've actually extended its <laughs> its, its lifespan. <laughs> we cured the wolf uh, of its disease, <laughs> but we did not cure you of the wolf. We have, yeah, We can listen. We can. This is. I haven't tried this yet, and it's amazing that I have this here at my at my <laughs> medical practice. But I can attack the wolf with a smaller wolf. <laughs> throw another wolf on the wolf. Fight fire with wolf. Yeah. Or wolf with wolf. This is a pharmaceutical grade wolf. <laughs> yeah. That's like homeopathy. <laughs> yeah. We've diluted the wolf. But also the wolf, it turns out the wolf was attacking your cancer. So when you actually do cure the wolf... Um, <laughs> the wolf was attacking your cancer. Like there's just like a, there's like a tumor in your leg. Yeah. And he's you just... Know they, ah, ah, you know they, they, there's dogs that they've trained to sniff out cancer. What if the only breed of dog that could do that was like a really aggressive dog? So like as soon as a Rottweiler started really fucking you up, you'd be like, well, this is horrible, but at least we've... At least he's getting at that cancer. The cure is worse than the disease. This dog... <laughs> Uh, if only they could invent a non-invasive yeah. <laughs> dog. Dog. <laughs> dog. <laughs> we yeah. want to take. We want to try and refine this dog and find whatever it is about the dog uh, that that attacks flesh. Um, there must be some element of this dog, and we've been doing processes on the dog to try and isolate that, so that we can just have the flesh attacking part of the dog without all the other stuff of the dog. Yeah. <laughs> There's um oh, yeah, and you could have like different types of like the idea of the hom- homeopathic. Uh, doctor or whatever uh, trying to use wolves as well, dilute the wolf. But then you could have a guy who's like into preventative medicine, so he's trying to like feed you types of wolves that will keep away other wolves. That'll keep away wolves. (laughs) Feed you types of wolves. I don't know. Or or feed you you stuff that'll keep away wolves. Like... Okay, I, I like I like this. But I, I, okay, somebody's being attacked by a wolf. They go to the doctor, and like a series of different doctors come through and try and yeah. help them, including a gynecologist. Yeah, or maybe or maybe it's just one holistic doctor that he talks yeah. about your options. Your we options. could, okay, uh, maybe we could start fil- f- uh, fil- filming uh, feeding your children with. Uh, 
<laughs> with things that will stop uh, stop them from getting attacked by wolves seems yep. to, it may be genetic. Well, there's probably yeah, there's nothing we can do maybe for you, but we can definitely test to see whether or not this will be passed on to your children. You'll be able to select embryos who are less likely to be attacked by wolves, <laughs> so the future generation doesn't have to live with this shocking disease. <laughs> Okay. okay well, there's cool. a lot of so, stuff so, there. So that's doctor treating man on fire who uh, only treats his symptoms, but also attacked by wolf. <laughs> yeah. Good. Well summarized. Yeah. Thanks. I mean, I could. Did could... you know one out of twenty Australians are attacked by wolves? <laughs> are being attacked <laughs> are by wolves? Being attacked by wolves right now. But they may not even know it. <laughs> 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 a lot of people are embarrassed yeah. to talk about it. If you think you or a family member is being attacked by a wolf, if somebody's has profession. somebody's personality, you've got to try to be aware of like what you know, the people around you yeah. might be suffering from wolf attack. Like, has their personality changed? Irritability. Are they screaming a lot more than they used to be? Irritability. It's possible they're they're being attacked by a wolf. I think the way you would. It's like a guy who he just, um, he only discovers it as like a symptom for a different thing. Like he goes to his doctor and says, I've really been having trouble sleeping. And he's like, oh, are you being attacked by a wolf? He's like, could that be it? Because I have. Have you spent any time in the forest recently? I have put on some weight. <laughs> How much do dogs, to wolves weigh? Well, a full grown timber wolf. A timber... Oh, no, I'm pretty sure this is a, a flesh wolf. Oh. <laughs> a flesh wolf? Yeah, not a timber oh, yeah. wolf. Oh, yeah. Oh, I get it. It eats flesh, it's made it of flesh. A pun. It was such an interesting concept, and I punned it. You punned... You punned the interesting concept. That's cool. Mm. I mean, um, it could almost be two sketches. The guy who's on fire... Yeah, and I think the guy, there's two And then sketches. you would just have to... This would be in a, in a sketch series... Uh, and then uh, you would th- there'd be you know one episode, and then you could just you could hit other uh, other aspects of it, you know, just not make the same joke jokes every time. That's yeah. what I would suggest. Yeah. You know, some some sketch writers would go for that same joke more, more than one times, but I think, uh, I think the more both. angles that we can attack it from, yeah, much more. like a wolf, yeah, or a pack of wolves. Yeah. So the, yeah, a pack or of a, wolves no, would probably attack. Yeah, a good group of like a good sketch writer is like a pack of wolves. They'll attack something from many angles. (laughs) Actually, packs of wolves would probably be quite good sketch writers if you could get them into a room. If you could, (laughs) like uh, the writers' room. (laughs) Yeah, that would be great. Actually, put them in there with Tina Fey. Yeah, she'd probably be able to wrangle them. Yeah, have you seen the way she handles those people in Thirty Rock? She's really good as a leader. People in comedy, bunch of. Animals. Pack of animals. Bunch of undisciplined wolves. Yeah, undisciplined canines. Are they canines? Yeah, they're canines. All right. Yeah. Are bears canines? Because they look canine a bit. No, they are ursine. Ah. Oh, oh. As in Ursa Major, Ursa Minor, the bear constellations. What about people called Ursula? Is that yeah, also that? bears? They're Actually, bear. the name, <laughs> everyone <laughs> named <laughs> Ursula. The name Mishka means little bear. Hmm. So go. that too. Little bear bottom. Um, what about a purse? Is that a pea bear? Okay, forget it. <laughs> On to the next things. Anyway, bears are great. Yeah, Ursula in uh, The Little Mermaid was a uh, half octopus. Yeah. So that's confusing. So they got that wrong. <laughs> Her name should have been Octala. 
Yeah. <laughs> that would have been awful. Anyway, bears. Bears are like probably my favorite animal. Uh, probably the grizzly. Yep. Up there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I always find it sad going and seeing the bears at the zoo because I've you ever seen them, like, because they're always just laying there or yeah. pacing. Yeah. Pacing is not good. <laughs> laying and pacing. I'd rather they were laying than but, pacing. Like, the pacing makes it feel like they're insane, but maybe they're just getting exercise. Like, maybe that's all they're doing. Maybe they're just thinking. Yeah. What if you saw bears and they were getting exercise in a way that they were obviously training for something? <laughs> At the zoo, like they were clearly doing obvious, pu- they were clearly doing obvious push-ups and like chin-ups and things. And, and running you- through those tires. Yeah, there was one bear. Uh, one bear was like holding up mitts, and the other one was sort of slashing at the mitts. I think, like, you'd be, like, you, that would be great to see, but at the same time, you'd be like, they're busting out of here. They're, <laughs> they're on their way out. They're on their way. <laughs> you can't. They're yeah. making rope, and they're like... Yeah, like, <laughs> this is like, this is like Ocean's Eleven for bears. Yeah, this is like, um, no, not Ocean's Eleven. The Great Escape. Yeah. 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 They've got a vault. They keep jumping well, over. I like the idea of a bear heist, but they're heisting their way out of a of a zoo. Like... Is there movies about that? About z- animals trying to get out of zoos? Definitely. There oh, wait. Be. What's that movie? Madagascar. The Madagascar. Out, don't they? Oh, that's what that's about, isn't it? Yeah. Do I they tunnel? Like... Is that how they get out? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I think we just wrote Madagascar, guys. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Do you reckon it's too late to ask for royalties? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's on, on board. Yeah. We'll give him a more main, mainstream role. A sort of main role, not mainstream. He could play band number one. Yeah. I just... Um, Made a gas car. <laughs> oh. Didn't want to. You couldn't get an electrical car. No. Yeah, more was, environmentally yeah. sound. Yeah, you didn't think about using something that was a bit. Uh, uh, should have. That was a bit more renewable. Yeah, made an electric car. I had an idea for a movie once where it was it was a giant tortoise and he's in a zoo and he's the only giant tortoise in his town. He's been there for ages because they live really long. Yep. And like, as far as animals go. Like he's he's super smart. Like he's like this. Like tortoises, I think, are a smart animal anyway. That, that might not be true. I think that <laughs> I for don't some think reason. That's true. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> I, I got that idea in my head somehow. But take that aside. Within this movie, he's the smartest tortoise in the world. Yeah, and but, the oldest one in the zoo. Yeah, smartest tortoise in the world. Oldest, oldest one. However, in the zoo. he's because ne- he's the only one in the zoo. He's never seen another tortoise. So from his point of view, even though he's the world's smartest tortoise, he just thinks he's the world's dumbest human. Because <laughs> like why else would? Because he can never, he can't see his own reflection, and he sees everyone yeah. else as humans. And then and when he deals with his humans, and he hasn't done anything wrong, but he's still in this cage. So he figures, well, obviously something's up. I got, and I'm I got to be just the dumbest one of these guys because they all know all this stuff. They're all walking around with clothes and doing jobs <laughs> and shit, and they've got me in this cage, and they just sort of like feed me leaves. So obviously I'm just the dumbest human. Okay. And then at the end of his life, something happens at the zoo where he's a, like, there's a, I don't know what happens, but for some reason he's able to like Fuck. escape and walk around and he sees other animals in reflections and then or maybe they introduce another tortoise or something. Wait, are the animals in reflections? I, <laughs> like, like, like there, he only sees an animal in a mirror? Maybe, yeah, maybe. I no, know. I don't know why that would work. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, yeah. The point I wanted to stress, in case in case the listeners are at this point emotionally invested in this tortoise. Yep. It's a happy ending. He understands by the end that he's different to humans, and he's a really good version of the thing that he is. And his entire life was wasted. Yeah. All 200 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he probably has wasted more life than any other creature ever. Yeah. So, he regrets that. Yeah, maybe. I, I, I mean, know. what kind of journey would he go on? Like, would he? Would he? Would it be more of a mental journey throughout his zookeeping? Like, you like, could. Um, it, it would be. You could definitely do it as an animated thing where you see him as a young tortoise and you see him grow up. Like, and you'd go through it quite quickly. You no, know, this is live like the, action the, the, footage the, of a tortoise. I'm not bending on. This will not be. <laughs> no. It will be a static shot of one tortoise. <laughs> And I refuse to use voiceover. It's all, <laughs> okay. it's all I'm relying on the tortoise's acting chops <laughs> to convey the emotion. Well, this this is because Jack, for some reason, thinks tortoises are quite smart. Yeah, I was. Is there an animal that I would like that's in the same like category of tortoises that is smart? That oh, I, a macaw. I think what you they know. I think it is. Really long time. I think I've been told that elephants are smart and elephants live really long. And I've thought, hey, and tortoises are smart. Obviously, they have the same amount of time to learn. Things. And they've got like a similar skin texture. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. I'll. Okay. So sorry. Go ahead. And you can see the evolution of the tortoise from like the evolution. The you know, I just think it would be like up, but for tortoises. Yeah. It's a good yeah. movie. I'd watch and that so movie. that he does, he get a house. That flies. Well, he his house is his shell, so I imagine he probably just ties balloons oh, yeah. to himself. <laughs> and he I know, has but he a doesn't... small scout boy running around inside him. That would be a much different movie if, like, in the movie Up, the old man didn't have the foresight to tie it to his house. He just tied it to him, and just <laughs> the movie would be so much different if he just flew away and was just immediately caught by the wind and <laughs> taken away. That guy, that guy who like tied hot air balloons to his deck chair and went up in the sky yeah that was a real guy right yeah, yeah and what really. happened to him did he survive he did yeah that's uh, freaking ridiculous he was, right he was fined a lot because of going into uh airspace that he wasn't allowed to be in because of planes and stuff i think and i think and he said he'd never do it again but he was happy <laughs> that he did <laughs> i'll never do it again <laughs> but he was holding his fingers crossed. But I mean, that's a, that's a pretty fun thing to to do, isn't it? Yeah. Like, like he, that guy's lived. Yeah. Like, mm. like Probably. he's done more than anybody who climbed Everest. That is better than that. <laughs> that is. I, yeah. And he's been higher. Yeah. I, I hope. I don't know about that. No, you don't think he went higher than Everest? No, because at the top of Everest, you need like special oxygen things to even breathe. Like you can't take a step without having like a huge amount of oxygen from tubes. Where I think, I think, you know, I think you can. I think like the first guys did it without oxygen. Yeah, I think oh, yeah, actually I guess they, they must did. Have, yeah, Hillary and Tenzing. Yeah, that's true. Oh, no, I think it was men. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, my favorite thing about that guy though is, like, if you have a harebrained scheme, normally. Like, it's kind of an impulse, and you can do it impulsively. But that took enough planning that there would have been big periods of time where, like, his friends would be, like, asking him, hey, what are you up to? And he's like, oh, funny you ask. I'm uh, I'm acquiring helium, <laughs> to, uh, helium. so and I can fly balloons. in my deck chair. Oh. So he did it with weather balloons? I not, think so, not yeah. Just, yeah. I guess that's better than party balloons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many weather balloons did he need? I don't know. Did he strap himself into the deck chair? Or was it, was it a really flimsy deck chair? 
Like was I it, don't know. Was it an un- <laughs> was it a, was his whole budget on balloons, yeah. and then he just had the worst deck. Like <laughs> is it folding camping yeah. chairs? Is it like a folding camping chair, like with with the cup holder and stuff like that, or was it like just like a solid plastic one that you sort of you know have for an outdoor setting? <sighs> so many questions. Like, could he recline his chair? Did he have? Did he have a seatbelt? <laughs> yeah. Good question. <sighs> I don't know. Is that the, what they made the movie Danny Deck Chair out of? Yeah, I think it okay. is. Yeah. I hope he got some money for that. And then it paid for his fine. <laughs> I think Why he, is uh, it called a fine? Because <laughs> a lot of people aren't fine with fines. That's true. Yeah. Oh, fine. 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 Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because, like, yeah, that's why, like, it's like with fee... Like it's like oh, because when when I did a gig, they said the fee is seventy five dollars, and I mm. thought that meant like you have to pay seventy five dollars. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'll do it. But um, but I don't want to have to pay seventy five dollars. And they said fine, <laughs> and I said oh, uh, all right. Well, if it's a fine, I guess I have to pay it. Yeah, <laughs> but people have done that fine joke a lot, haven't they? Have they? I think so. Well, maybe. Probably. I can't remember if some somebody yeah somebody said oh look I. Got a compliment on my parking the other day. I went went up to uh, my car and said, "Fine." Mm. Yeah, parking fine. That's right. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's that's probably the best version of that joke that could be done. Well yeah. done to that person. Yeah. Good job. Full credit. Good job. All right. We're on, uh, we're what on about two I, I went up to a parking spot the other day. It said parking meter. I said I'm going to need a bit more space than that. Was that golf? Was a guy hitting it out of the park? My favorite thing to do when I'm introducing like an act, if I'm seeing a gig or something and I'm introducing a comedian is I'd say like if you're looking for this gig in the park you better look somewhere else because <laughs> this guy is going to knock it out of that park yeah yeah you probably want to go outside to the the car park that's the park you should be looking in yeah. for this gig <laughs> this is the thing that I've wanted to do on stage which is we go like um talk about how like when you're on stage and you ask the audience, how are we all doing? People go like, woo, or something. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Yeah. But if you did that in our regular life. life and you said, how are you doing? And someone said, woo, you'd be like, no, that's a bad response. You go, oh, I guess I get what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> and you go on with your life. <laughs> Probably wouldn't be a big deal. In this like world still. of, in this comedy world we exist in, where people express emotions through cheering, mm. if they weren't doing well, would they just go ah? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to do. I can't do a woman's scream anymore. You used to be able to do a really good woman's scream. <sighs> Is there a way you can scream to show indifference? <laughs> you could just like ah. <laughs> what about this? Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just like a real monotone kind of like. I think for a scream to be a scream, you really need to open your throat. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't consider that to be a scream. Uh, no. Uh, that was pretty close to a scream, actually. Can we just? Uh, can, can you be ready? Uh, can you, wait. Can, can we just act out? Of the, can you both be ready to do that noise? Yep. Just, just be ready. All right. Okay. Um. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Uh, how's everyone doing tonight? Uh, All right. Well, uh, hopefully <laughs> we got a lot of good acts coming up. Anyway, they'll uh, they'll get you in a better mood. I know you're just doing fine at the moment, but uh, all right, it's been. Uh, been kind of a bit a bit of a wet weather at the moment, <laughs> so I had to spend much time outside today. There's a sketch in that. That's the that's the emotions of a of a crowd through screams. Yeah. <laughs> and so then you could just go through, and then you could just see a group of people going ah, uh, and like yeah. regret. What would regret be? <laughs> like, yeah, it's a vocabulary of screaming. Like, we've yeah. tried to expand the range of emotions that scream. Screams are tr- screams as an organization are trying to appeal to a broader demographic, so they've released a range <laughs> of new products. <laughs> it's like when people promote eggs, you know, how there's yeah, an yeah, egg yeah. corporation? Yeah. Right, there's a scream corporation. You guys, the Australian Scream Institute, uh, the ASI. <laughs> they like trying to get screams out there. They've released a range of corporate screams uh, for shareholder meetings and business uh, encounters. Um, hey! <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. Um, you know, screams for the busy commuter. Um, some pocket screams. Uh, bite sized screams. Bite sized screams. Ah. Ah. Hey! <laughs> And uh, yeah, I'm here. I represent like, Screams Australia. I'm here to tell you. Too long, our organisation has just been associated with terror and <laughs> rage and uh, uh, anger, extreme warfare. Yeah. I, and that is not the image of Screams Australia. Now, and, and look, to- look, Screams have got a fantastic market presence. Like our brand is very strong. People know us. For what we do, and they appreciate it, and we're facing a similar di- you know dilemma to when the Sharpie Corporation was so well known for their permanent markers, wanted to broaden that, use that brand to build upon. Sorry, c- go on, Jack. Now you see, when as children, as babies, it's all about screaming, and then mm. somewhere in the process of development, we become less about screaming. <laughs> yeah, people what lose I'm here sight. to say, in the same exactly. way that as an adult, it's important <laughs> to remember. Important to remember to play. It's important to remember to be, to be to be silly and simple. It is important to just scream everything you feel <laughs> all the time. And we can't help but feel that as adults, as the as the screams left our life, mm-hmm. there went our innocence with it. <laughs> yeah. Right? And we're trying to regain that back. You know, get that innocence back. I scream. You scream. <laughs> we all scream for every occasion. <laughs> Not just ice cream. Not just donuts. Pain. Steak. <laughs> Regular cream. Regular <laughs> cream. Uh, Sour cream. Bus tickets. Anything. Mm. If you can say it, you can scream it. That's the, our motto. The, uh, 
the, uh, the, the, the diversity of the language of screaming is as versatile as whispering and murmuring <laughs> and, and speaking at a regular volume. Your friends at Screaming Australia <laughs> saying to you, ah! Say it loud. Say it incomprehensible. <laughs> I scream. And I'm... And I vote. <laughs> and I vote. I scream and I vote. <laughs> <laughs> I never realized, really, like, when people... They talk about embracing your inner child. Your inner child is constantly screaming. <laughs> yes. But when your it inner wants child attention. is just scared of everything. Well, no, they, to, be, to be honest, they don't say your inner infant. I think we draw yeah. the line. Okay. That's true, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants you to embrace your inner infant. And if you yeah. have an inner infant, actually, you should probably get that removed because it's probably taking up, you know, pressing on some of your organs yeah. and, and making... Um, release your inner child. Is that something you can say to pregnant women? <laughs> yes, it's definitely something. And they just, you know... Uh, the, the doctor told me to release my inner child, so I started doing crayon paintings and, um, you know, laughing at, at the world. Um, and then uh, it got to, like, three weeks... Later, and he said they'd have to induce the pregnancy if I didn't re- <laughs> didn't give birth quickly. Can, can, I said, oh, I misunderstood you. I was trying to hold it in. <laughs> I was holding in my inner baby. <laughs> Release your inner fetus. Oh. Lady, we don't have time for this stuff. We've got eight men being attacked by wolves right now. <laughs> <laughs> Down in emergency. No wolf. They have their own ward just for wolf attacks. We got a guy down there getting attacked by eight wolves or one sketch writer. <laughs> it's the equivalent of being attacked by one really good sketch writer. Attacking it from every angle. People refer to, um, like in journalism, the like the main office. Did you write that thing down? The uh, screaming, I- screaming Institute organism. of Screams Australia. Yeah. And then it says uh, promoting and diversifying screams. Yeah. Or Great. screaming. <laughs> Um. <laughs> Could they just be called Scream Australia, and then it's all all the people who are trying to deal with Screen Australia yeah. are always like sending them scripts and like grant applications. And yeah. But occasionally, someone will apply for a grant for a, a really long scream yeah. that they've been planning <laughs> they've, for a long time. They've got a scream play they wrote. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the Great Australian Scream. <laughs> We're gonna get Hugo weaving in this scream. Yeah, David Wenham has agreed to just yell at birds for the next three weeks. <laughs> if you want to fund this, David Wenham will just be shouting at Fed Square. If you want to come look at him, be great. If you want to come look at him, <laughs> come here, David Wenham, scream. Oh. Some of the events they put on in journalism, though. The main central office thing in like an editor's office or whatever is called the bear pit. A lot of the time. Really? Uh, mm, maybe. <laughs> That's what it was called in State of Play. What's okay. State of Play? Uh, it's a Russell Crowe movie. Oh. Mm. Who's Russell Crowe? Oh, he's, he's an Australian New Zealand actor. What's an actor? An actor is somebody who uh, takes on the persona of another person to represent that person. What is a person? A person yeah. is, a, um, is a sort of a, a, a being... Uh, that has a consciousness. What is a being? A being is um, 
you know existence? A being is a section of existence that is alive. No, is aware of its own being. Did you just use being in the definition of being? I don't know what existence is. What is that? <laughs> um, you know something and nothing? Okay, this is the something. What is something? Oh, you're something. <laughs> eh? We're all something. Yeah, you're right. You're really something. You're really something. <laughs> that's not an, That's not a compliment. You're <laughs> <laughs> really something. Mm. <laughs> but it, but it kind of is. Uh, you are something. You yeah. are something, you. But I'd rather someone say that I'm something than I'm nothing. Yeah. yeah you're well, really not nothing. You are... You, you <laughs> exist. Really? You're really something. There is nothing that is nothing about you. Yeah. It's yeah. really sweet. You should, uh, you should put that on, uh, on, on Valentine's Day cards and also people who just got really into philosophy and they're not sure if they're real. <laughs> the, you're, the you're not nothing range of... Yeah, it's of for like, yeah. People in love and also first year philosophy students. Yeah. <laughs> just need to be reaffirmed. You're cards. really something. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> and the version... Okay. The, yeah, and then... Um, yeah, the the one the one that's like for lovers is just got a blank part, you know, it just says love, and then you just write your name down in there in, inside the card. Mm. The one for the uh, for the philosophers is you open it up, and then it's got a dissertation explaining why <laughs> <laughs> you're not nothing. Um, yeah, that'd be existentialists, would it? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think those people would be more about the meaning of existence. You know, anything with philosophy for me is in the same category as uh, keel hauling. <laughs> like I'll throw it out there. I'll throw that word around. I'll yeah. act like, but I don't. I don't know. I've read, I've read zero books about philosophy. Yeah. And that is the way in which philosophy is like keel hauling. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it'd be in like some kind of materialism or something like that. Maybe. I think doesn't Ex- existentialism deal with the fact that what is around us is what is real, and you? It's up to you. To make up your own decisions based on... You're asking a question of people who don't know enough about that. (laughs) Well, that's quite philosophical, isn't it? About what the meaning of existentialism (laughs) is? Yes. I think it's kind of we got a pretty defined meaning. That's when they they came up with the the word. They were like, actually, we're using this word to define this. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I had a... um, I came up with a character a while ago who was was just called the... uh, uh, I can't remember if it was it, yeah the terrified Buddhist was his <laughs> name and he would just go around saying stuff like if there's no self who am I it's <laughs> terrified Buddhist would he have those sudden realizations yeah yeah that's, that's why it's not contemplative Buddhist He's, <laughs> it all comes at once he's like ah. <laughs> if a tree falls in the forest does it make a sound <laughs> ah. that's another okay if, I'm sorry I'm just going through characters Is it, if a tree I've, falls in a forest and I'm there to hear it I could get hit by that tree. I mean, <laughs> hit by that tree. Where's it? Where's it? Which way is it falling? If the, if a tree falls in the forest and lands on me, <laughs> and I survive two weeks, at the end of those two weeks, did anyone hear it? Because I heard it, but now I'm dead. So what? What about? Did it, did it? Did it make a sound now that I'm dead? What if? But then I wrote my around when people find my body. In the like, in the side of the tree, I've carved with a rock, 
when this tree fell, yeah, when my blood, I've written, when this tree fell, it definitely made a noise. Trust me. (laughs) (laughs) But then nobody reads that. (laughs) Nobody reads it. Did it make a sound? Yeah. (laughs) No, because it's a bit of writing. (laughs) (laughs) The writing didn't make a sound? Yeah. Probably made a sort of a squelching sound. Oh, that'd be awful, like having like a have to write with a wound because you'd just be rubbing the wound. I mean, unless you're just kind of dipping your finger into like a, some blood like and a quill. Hopefully, like a blood it's a quill. stomach wound and there's just a little pool. It's like an inkwell. Those are the best kind, just yeah. a little pool of blood you can just dip your finger in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah hopefully. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, okay, well, that one's gone. I don't know if. Mm, I mean, we can't really write down terrified Buddhist that's Jack's idea yeah. no but it's not ter- I think this guy who's been crushed by a tree is his own thing <laughs> I never got that far <laughs> well, um, also it's yeah. not like I'm going to do anything with that idea it's not like I'm going to pitch a movie called terrified Buddhist which is just that one I'm joke I'm going to write terrified Buddhist yep here it is, is it, where's the H in Buddhist I mean I think it's after it's the it's after the D's second D D-D-H Buddhist Dead by, by tree. tree. Hmm. I think that's a good premise. Yeah. 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 This is. This is. I thought of this on the same day as Terrified Buddhist, so that's why I think it's in one category. It's. It's a. It's a comedian called Jerry Scaredfield, and Jerry Scaredfield. <laughs> he makes the same observations, but he's just terrified by them. As Dangerfield, right? No. What? You didn't. You didn't recognize that there's a Dangerfield. It's like Jerry oh, Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. I think I said Field instead of Feld. Scared yeah, Feld scared is what Feld. I meant. Jerry Scared Feld. And he just... Yeah, he makes the same observation, but he's just kind of like... Uh, you know, they have On the airplane, they have slots for razors. Who is shaving on this plane that needs more than one razor? Who is... Some who sort is of wolf man? Giant hairy man on, on my plane. plane. Is, oh, oh, is he going to get me? He has razors. Why? What a help. Like, that's Jerry uh, Scared Phil. Right. Anyway. <laughs> feel like I'm uh, like I'm tarnishing the good name of this podcast by bringing this in... This good name my, of this podcast that hasn't even been released yet. Yeah, this is the eight eighth episode, episode and, and we, we haven't, haven't released any. But we have made it past the seven episode thing. Oh my god, that's the dead layer. That's, that's the, the one thing. apparently most, most podcasts, podcasts don't, make don't, it don't make it past the... Past the seven, seven the episode, episode without... Yeah. Giving, giving up, up on, on the, the whole, whole idea, idea of the, doing a, to podcast. a podcast. Wow. Yeah. yeah, we rehearsed that earlier. But, I mean, we haven't released any of them. So if we record the podcasts and none of them are ever released, did we make, make a podcast? podcast? Yes. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you did. <laughs> that's... You oh, actually yeah, right. did. You made yeah, them. Yeah. No, that's true. All those <laughs> philosophical questions are slightly But I mean, bullshit. a, a yeah. podcast probably isn't a podcast if you don't actually podcast it. I mean, what we've made so far are a bunch of recordings. That's true. That one day could become podcasts. They haven't been casted out. Yeah. yeah. These are just pods. It's <laughs> just pods. Sitting in a basket. I've always dreamed of having one of those egg-shaped pods that you can, like, as a seat, but that closes, that you can just, I could just have a light in there, and I could just sit and write. And a womb. Yeah, like a womb. I'd like a little womb that I could just, like, be in. Like, just a room that's smaller, like, enough that I could just stretch my legs a little bit in there. Okay. 
You probably I couldn't do that in most pods. Yeah. Well, like, but well, this is a pod that you can do that yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Right. I need a pod that I can do that in. Because I realize it would be quite cramped and I think I, I probably would stop doing it. Could you have a pod where there's just little holes that you can poke your legs out? No, okay. no. No, you no, want no. to have your legs in there, the pod with no, you? No, no. Other people's limbs would be able to get in then. Not and the, the idea is that other people outside can't bother you. No, but your legs are out there. And then you can run around like a like a cartoon chicken. <laughs> with <laughs> the egg. Who's just hatching. No. <laughs> I don't want that. I don't want that. I just, but that would be great, right? Yeah. No. No, because also it would fall. It would like fall and then you would have have the whole weight of the egg supported by your, your no, neck. No, there's a harness. <laughs> I don't want that. Okay, I just want a place where I can work that's I away that. from people. Eh? I want that. I think I want that more than you want your pod. No, you don't. I've wanted this for a long time, so I've had a long duration of wanting yep. over a period. Your your want is not that dense. It, no, it is. It's not. It's really okay. dense. Okay, and also, let's be realistic. Who's more likely to actually build their pod? Yeah, well, where are you going to get the, the plastic molds? I'll find something. No, you know, you, know you won't. Probably it'll be left over from a Commonwealth Bank ad. I reckon. They've probably got some superannuation big golden egg. I'll get it in <laughs> remainder lot. Paint it white. Yeah. Cut holes in it. Well, I don't necessarily Chuck need Alistair mine in to be white. <laughs> I'll, I'll plug up the holes. That's what I'm going to do. I'll just plug <laughs> up all the holes. Do you think you'd be able to write better, Alistair, if, you, if every year you went on a six-month submarine voyage in a real, like a really small submarine? Yeah. Like yeah, I definitely do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If I cared about my, my my writing and comedy career, I would go on a submarine voyage. Do you not worry, though, that your comedy would take on too much of a submarine feel to it? Like, it would be difficult to... You know when you, you sort of, you're too focused on comedy stuff and you realize yeah. that you're not relatable to regular mm, people? Like, yeah. do you think you'd, like, the Melbourne Comedy Festival would come around and you'd be all excited about your new show and you'd be like... You know when your uh, your depth meter malfunctions, well, your pressure meter stays accurate. So I'm like, how am I dealing with this much pressure if I'm near the surface? Explain that. <laughs> What's that about, guys? <laughs> That's quite a good submarine joke. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, I don't think it would do that. I think I'd be. I'm, I'm like. I'm far enough in my comedy. Al, uh, you have said that you write well under pressure. Yeah, I write better. That's good. Is so, is water pressure? Does that count? Yeah, no. Either either the night before a deadline yeah. or in a submarine. <laughs> yeah, at ten thousand leagues below the sea. Under the sea. Yeah, ten thousand words under the sea. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. That'd be a great yeah. idea. But I don't know. But then also you'd be out of practice from not gigging that much. You'd have to Skype your gigs. Yeah. Not gigging that much. <laughs> hey, so you've been gigging much? Not really. <laughs> are there just one-man submarines that you can get? Like, yeah, there are. That you, well, could, but that you could stay in for months? I don't know about staying in for months. Yeah. I don't know. Like, What would be the consequences of being underwater for that long? Maybe there aren't any. Maybe it's consequence-free. Maybe it's like being in a different postcode. Yeah, it's... And Postcode? it's international. No, state. People still mail, like, mail you stuff. And it's, and it's international water, so anything yeah. goes. Yeah. I can do anything to myself I want. <laughs> Not even God can get you under the sea. Actually, he has no jurisdiction. 
land mammals is the only thing that he's got access to. Yeah, it's like in the beginning he created the heaven and the earth, but he just the sea was just there. He yeah. just showed up and he was like, "Oh boy, I'm oh not boy. touching that. That's yeah. a that's a whole nother story." Yeah, yeah. he's, he's actually like a cat. he's like a cat. He doesn't like getting wet. Yeah, he only created the heaven and the earth because uh, because whales wanted something to flounder up in. <laughs> Before it, then, the sea was just a roof. You've got to understand, like, whales beaching themselves. I mean, they must be so curious, right, mm. about, like, what's the deal with land. Yeah. <laughs> like... Yeah. yeah, that's not a mystery at all. People are like, like, how is it? Like, I don't know, maybe the same reason we go in the water. Yeah. Because yeah. why the fuck not? That's why. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like, maybe there's cool stuff in there. What is going on up there? And it must be hard for them to get up there, right? Like, they must be wriggling up the beach. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen footage of uh, a bunch of dolphins accidentally beaching themselves. Like, a whole pod of dolphins. Yeah. And then they all beach themselves, and they're all like just in the in the shallow water because they just kind of caught a big wave. Oh! And they went out, and then they ended up, and then there was no Left water. Behind. There. Yeah, and there wasn't enough to sort of carry them back. And even when the water did come up, then it they couldn't just, swim in it. Yeah, fuck. But Do then you, there was just a group of people there, and they just started dragging, dragging them, them by the tail. <laughs> Wow. Because that was the easiest way to do yeah. it. And so just dragging them by the tail back into the ocean, and then the dolphins were like, not dead. Okay. I want to suggest something. Do you think that different types of whales are currently in like a like a like a Soviet Union U.S. type space race situation <laughs> with getting on land? Yes. Like even though they know it's fraught with danger, yeah. it's just a matter of pride that they figure out what whatever's up there. Yeah. They need to do it first. Whale JFK yeah. said, "Within a decade, we will put a whale." On Mount Everest. And, <laughs> and bring him back safely. And bring him back safely. And suffice to say, he didn't get re-elected. <laughs> because... I mean, they could fake it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the other whales that are beaching themselves, they're just trying to watch. <laughs> <laughs> they've been told. They've been shown videos that... They, th- they think there's a whale on Mount Everest. Yeah. And they think they can just go look at it. Yeah. And also, because they haven't actually been there, they think Mount Everest is just right there. I'm writing this one down. Yeah. Yep. Whale, JFK. On the on the topic of JFK, right, there's, as as a thing I, like, sometimes just to get inspired or just, just motivated about things, I've watched quite a lot a YouTube clip of his, his speech about going to the moon. Yep. Where he's like, we chose to go to the moon. We chose to go... And, and Not the, because it hard, yeah. is hard, but because it is easy. Or the other way around. No, other way around. Not yeah, because right. it is easy, but because it is hard. And that's that's like a really beautiful speech. But there's a line in that speech that's the weirdest thing in the world. This is word for word what he says in that speech. And he goes, we choose to go to the moon in this decade. We choose to go to the moon. And this is it. We chose to go to the moon and do the other thing. Not because it is easy, but because it is. He says, and the other thing. That's actually what you can look it up. You Like, and the other thing. That was in his speech. What? We choose to go is to the moon. Is he referring to? And like people are cheering. Like it gets overlooked. It's not like a like people are cheering loudly and he says it quieter than the moon. But he was like, we choose to go to the moon. 
And I mean, it's like I think it might <laughs> to give him some credit, it might be the other things, but it's still so weird. Yeah, that he says Aaron. I don't know if it was like meant a to be a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, I don't, I have no explanation for that. But watch it on YouTube. <laughs> a for inspiration and whatever your goal is. But like, what B. is it like? And and get him back safely and all that. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, thing. You know, yeah. like you know, like you can go out to sea, pick up the 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 landing yeah, pod and yeah. all that kind of thing. You don't need me to go through all the details. Yeah, yeah. But you know, get to the moon. That's the most get important part. I wonder, like, there was some other. Like, his his political goals were, like, advancing the space race, but then also something he was really ashamed of. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, it was really difficult to talk. Like, his other goal was just, just like, giving every single person a dildo. Yeah. And, that, and he, was, that was, <laughs> he was so embarrassed to even like, say that, but he thought it would help. So it was just like, and, uh, and the other thing. Well, <laughs> I mean, that could be a sketch that could be a historian or a bunch of historians. It's, like, from, like, a, a sort of a, you know, a Discovery Channel type thing. Yeah. Talking about what he meant by, and the other thing. The other thing. <laughs> Well, according to uh, sort of uh, documentation of the time, uh, he was also planning uh, a holiday to Camp David uh, <laughs> with Marilyn Monroe. And to inspire the American people to make that happen, he put it in a speech. Yeah. But he didn't want to be too specific. But they were still inspired, so it got done. Well, because it was such a positive mood. Yeah. You know? We could we could not only put a man on the moon, but also do another thing. <laughs> but it, I think it was like a... We're looking at this from the American perspective. From like the... Looking from another way, when they did land on the moon, like the kind of... Like the bit of like Russian cosmonauts were like, well, they still haven't done the other thing. <laughs> so... <laughs> Still have to do that other thing. Yeah. Can't wait to see this other thing. <laughs> Maybe we beat them to this other thing. <laughs> we will do the other thing. <laughs> did the Russians ever put a man on the moon? I don't uh, think they did, did they? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think they did. Like, not... I I think they must have. I don't think they did. Maybe they... Yeah, actually, yeah, maybe you're right. I don't know. Um. Hmm... But yeah, well, there's no. I haven't seen any footage of other. Well, who who's like you know? There's footage of them playing golf and stuff like that. Yeah. Is that when they went back like several times? Yeah. So yeah. then they brought like golf clubs. Yeah. Well, they must have just brought one golf club. No, they no, didn't. a full set. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what the what the course Con- is going to be like. Probably yeah. conversation think- leading up to that. Like we better bring some stuff. We'll probably get bored <laughs> on the moon. <laughs> According to the club rules, you have to have at least, I think, five clubs with you. Um, otherwise, you have to rent a set from the... Uh, okay, right. Yeah. <laughs> but they also the brought, house. like, a buggy that they could drive around, right? Yep. Like a... Was it a dune buggy? Probably a moon buggy. A, a moon buggy. Moon buggy. Little moon buggy. Um, on the moon. On the moon. In the sand. Yep. Moon sand. What other kind of activities? Did we play darts up there? Like... <laughs> Uh, took a dog for a walk. I don't know, with a yo-yo. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they did actually did a lot of yo-yo tricks. They did you know walking the dog. Uh, yeah, around the world. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. And cat's cradle. To do a, to do around the world yo-yo trick on the moon, you just have to stay there for a while. Yeah, just have a yo-yo. Yeah, you just need to own a yo-yo, and eventually it will have gone around the world. How long does it take for the moon to go around the world? This is a really good question. 28 days? 
Well, Those that, are the phases of the moon. Yeah, is that how long it takes for it to go around? Because it's like a weird because we're we're, we're we're rotating and then it's also going around. So yeah, like but a, we always see the same side of the moon. So while the moon is, is rotating, it's rotating. It yeah, it doesn't feel like. How could it not be rotating itself? Like even slightly. How can it stay completely stationary? That doesn't seem to make well, sense. Well, I guess it's like maybe it's like you does know the, a string. You know, a ball have... is attached by a string. Yeah. You spin it around, the same side of the ball is always facing you. Yeah. I mean, I know it's not exactly the same. Mm, but it just doesn't seem like there'd be anything stopping it from rotating on its own axis. We're still rotating even though we're going around the sun. Alistair, can you say, how can the moon stay so stationary again? How can the moon stay so stationary? Yeah, at this point it has deep vein thrombosis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> The man in the moon must have DVT by now. <laughs> you should really do some ankle exercises. Space. We we have six now. We have six yeah. sketch ideas. Um, we could just go for one more, just for a, ba- a baker's baker's yeah, half we, dozen. Yeah, we do a baker's, baker's half, half dozen. dozen. Yeah, cool. of, a um, baker's demi dozen. Demi dozen. Demi dozen. A demi dozen. Demi isn't really used enough for half. You know, how, like you know, it's, it's not a demi trailer. Semi trailer, uh, <laughs> demi dozen of eggs. Demi Lardner. <laughs> Where's the other half? Demi Moore. If yeah. <laughs> demi Moore. Yeah, Demi Moore eggs. <laughs> yeah, Demi Lardner ever met the other Demi Lardner, and they combined to make one. They would. They were Lardner. the best comedian ever. Just Are there two Demi Lardner comedians? No. Okay. Um. Yeah. But. but I mean, I feel like a person who's not ever done comedy joining up with another person who does do comedy, they might just impede that other person. Probably. That first person. Because then it's two minds. One of them that's only just getting this grasp of comedy, you know, being four years in or whatever. You know, all of us. That's what I'm I'm talking about, me, really. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, drag us down. Yeah. And uh, And then another person who doesn't have a clue. I think it would just... It would dilute the original comedy skill. Can I do a character called Semi Lardner? Yeah. And what it is is What about quarter Lardner? <laughs> One eighth Lardner. There's also Hemi. Because you can have a Hemi Demi Semi Quaver. Which is a <sighs> musical note. Hemi Demi Sever wait. Hemi Demi Semi Quaver. Hemi Demi Sevi Semi Semi Quaver. It's like a, a, a duration of a note. Is a hemi half? I think it might also be half. Anyway. Well, then there's not enough talk about demigods either. Mm. Yeah. Like, I like, I like demigods. That, like, when, that's just interesting to me. Like, more so than... I like gods. Cause like, gods are cool, but, like, the... It's why I think, like, how most religions now, I, I kind of like there's one god who sort of just does everything and then like mm. also he ne- the god doesn't pull any shit really like he cu- like with like there's be gods who would sort of sneak like they turn themselves into animals and like sneak onto earth and yeah. have sex with people and then their kids would be demigods yeah. and yeah. like that that's just demigods are more relatable because they've had a similar upbringing to us yeah <laughs> but also they're a god yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I think they could probably really shed some light on the God experience. Yeah, because like you know, it's, it's like it's like Jesus is kind of like the the 
the one-third of God that is the most sort of easily accessible because who the hell knows what the Holy Ghost is up to? <laughs> yeah. Right? And the Father seems to be just an asshole. Do you think demigods, they're kind of like the Eurasians of gods? Yeah. Like, yeah. Because I, I think it's, di- it's difficult to... Like, if you're having a conversation... Like, what's an example? Like if you're having a conversation about... Let's uh, say like gay marriage, and you're—it's very sort of—it's—it's it's very like no, gay marriage is a very bad example actually. But I'm, I'm trying to think of it. Oh, so, so you're you're having a discussion about some sort of uh, politics in Europe, mm-hmm. right? And you just hear the, just from European politics, European for example. politics, yeah. and yeah. You're, you're talking about the little bits you've heard on the news, and you're having an interesting discussion with another Australian friend. Yep. And then uh, a mutual friend of yours shows up, who. Uh, was born and completely grew up in that part of Europe. And they say, well, actually, you know, because it's this and this and this, and mm. they have all this, that you grew up in that, they have interest, they have good insights, like they're from there. They And that's sort of, you have a clear good end of that discussion, really. You can't be like, no, actually, I don't care that you know everything about this. <laughs> this, yeah. And that's like a good, and then that's... I can, people, I can still argue, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> But people are always having that discussion about what what God is. Like maybe God's like this. Why would God do this? But if they were just half gods roaming around, they could say, "Listen, as a god myself, <laughs> I think I can sort this one out." Yeah, it would be just good to end. It would it would theological discussions so, would be cleaner. So demigods would be great. For just maybe just to lighten some of the the load on the wars and things like that that yeah. are caused by by. Uh, and like comedians who can talk about comedians are always making fun of God, right? But comedians like you can only really do jokes like about like black people if you're black. Like that's just the rule of how it works. So like they, then nobody could talk about religion unless it's like, look, I, I can talk about this. I'm part I, God. I can, I can make these jokes. I'm God, God. My dad's a God. I can talk about. And this. they would be always being like called for like like they'd be appearing on the news all the time yeah. as like commentators on like natural disasters and stuff. And I'm like, oh you gotta look at this from God's point of view. Uh, yeah. Like, okay, like as, as a demigod myself, um, yeah, I have to say that sometimes I do find um, mankind's uh, tolerance for sodomy um, <laughs> kind of frustrating. So you can see how, like, for him, it's always been his policy that that's bad. And um, anyway. So I've just written down character. demigods. Oops, not gods. Uh, demigods as PR for the divine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, PR interpreter slash interpreter interpreter slash spokesperson. I mean, like you know, I, s- so I speak God. Like moderate, moderate people in the Muslim community yeah. are often called upon to to talk about. But it's funny that we have to say like moderate, like like no, not that we have to, but that we do. Like it's, mm. it, that should just be like what what people call. Muslims. Muslims, yeah. 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 Like, You're right. You know, mo- you know, moderate people within the Muslim, yeah. Muslim yeah. community. Mod- you know, like moderate Christians. Yeah. You know, like, no, it's just Christians. <laughs> yeah. And then some lunatics. Yeah, and lunatics. Yeah, stop calling them people who follow I think sane people should regularly be called on to denounce the actions of psychopaths. Yeah. You know, otherwise sane people are just tolerating what psychopaths do. Yeah. And they're in- in- implicitly encouraging it. Yeah, implicit, implicitly. implicitly. I wish I knew that word. Yes. Well, I guess that might be the end the of end today. Of the so, I, uh, w- today we have the, our, our sketches are uh, the KKK is a cream company that aims to whiten <laughs> the skin of veiny Asian women. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and also K- the K is silent. Yep. Um, 
doctor treating man on fire who only treats the <laughs> symptoms. Uh, also, people attacked by wolves. Uh, we've got the Scream Australia, or the Scream Institute, which is pr- promoting and diversifying screaming. <laughs> we've got the a terrified Buddhist who was killed by the tree. <laughs> yep. He claimed that he could hear it. But, but nobody read But nobody claims. read his claim. Uh, there's Whale JFK who promises to get a, a whale on Everest and, <laughs> and bring him home back safely. <laughs> and then the other whales beach themselves so that they can look at it. Um, historians on the, on Discovery Channel talking about what JFK meant by and the other thing in a <laughs> space race speech. And then demigods as the PR slash interpreters for the divine. Cool. Good work. That's something. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely some interesting stuff there. Yeah. All right, well... It's the only noise I can make with my mouth. That's quite good. I don't even know what that is. It's a whistle, but it's like how nature whistles. The wind is is whistling through the Jack Druces. The Druce does sound like a type of tree. Yeah, it probably is. Mm. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> Acast powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.